And so we are uh, now also letting everybody know that we are actively moving into a, a season uh, for the rest of the year mm. where a big part of our focus will be to make sure that we equip ourselves in a proficiency in sharing the gospel. Yes. So we have had everybody in the fellowship practice on the principles. The principles are an easy handle mm. on uh, checking how we speak. Yes, getting our, started. Our wording, our efficiency and proficiency in biblical mm. language. In sharing expressions. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. In understanding what the other person's felt need and, and, and need is. Because mm. the principles connects with the person's felt need. Mm. And we have a starting practical starting point for sharing the gospel. Mm -hmm. That's why we use the principles. Now this we have practiced by recording ourselves, hearing ourselves speak, seeing ourselves speak. Uh, and uh, from the feedback we've realized that people now can see and understand what they know and don't know, understand, yes. don't understand. And what they're um, actually implementing or not implementing. So we're not, we're not playing anymore. No, this is it. No. This is what we've been training for. So we've been discipled. We've gotten to know the word and we will continue. Mm. We have um, worked towards being men and women of understanding. We are cultivating wisdom, cultivating yes. wisdom yes. through repentance, through healing, through understanding the word, through implementing the word. That's all cultivating wisdom. Mm. We have spoken extensively about becoming a people of vision, yes. a prophetic people. So prophetic people firstly know who God is, knows His word, and are able to proclaim His word. Mm but mostly proclaim who God is and what God's will is. That's a prophetic people. And live it and out. And then a part and parcel of that is a pe pe people that can see and perceive and understand uh, regarding the world around our society and our role we play. And so we are going to focus a lot of our attention and effort on becoming proficient in the time to come. And now we're going to share with you the season that we have already stepped in. We are stepping into it now mm. of repentance again. And um, I would, we're not going to subscribe a fast, mm. but we are going to live out a fast. And we are going to live out the, we are going back to the scriptures in Matthew. Chapter 6, go to Matthew chapter 6, verse 25. This is what the Lord is speaking to me about. We are facing not only worrisome, we are facing economic challenges, social challenges, um, all kinds of challenges. Mm -hmm. But the biggest challenge that we are facing is that this situation worldwide with the pandemic and everything that's coming coming after it and developing is we're facing slavery. Yes. Our the liberties world, are being slavery. taken away. Mm. We are being manipulated. Mm. There's 
people that have gained enough influence and they have agendas to make money. This is mm -hmm. the agenda and they are manipulating the world population. And in South Africa we are seeing they have to now enforce their um, unlawful authority. Mm -hmm. And uh, the, we, are, we are facing a big problem and we're going to have to fast and pray like never before. Why? Because the building of the house of the Lord has come to an absolute standstill. We might still be feeding the sheep, we might be fellowshipping, encouraging each other, but the how gospel. are we going to build the house? Mm, the gospel isn't moving, it's not going anywhere. And uh, if, this is, if God doesn't help us, then we can consider this as in the book of Ezra, where the building of the temple stopped for an entire two-year period. Now, I know that I said we foresee that we might not have fellowship again till September or December. I'm very sorry, but I can't accept that. Mm. And I don't want us to accept it. The time we have, we didn't want to be um, rebellious. rebellious. Mm. We have obeyed the government. We have done what we had to do. We've prayed for them. The, we have prayed. We have prayed for understanding, and we are gaining understanding. And the understanding we're gaining is that we cannot rest in this. We cannot accept this. Get acceptance out of your hearts and your minds. And we are going to firstly rise up in prayer. And we're going to find ways to pray together and fellowship together. And I'm not talking about Zoom. Because fellowship has to be restored. Prayer has to be, to be restored. And we have to break the chain that we've been chained with. It has been... Uh, a simple matter, I believe, of those who want to make money off the pandemic have gained control. And we have um, given up our liberties. Now, this is how we repent, beloved saints. Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? This is where we start. He's talking about a mindset. Mm. A mindset that we all still have. Worrying about what we will eat, what we will drink, mm. what we will wear. Mm. I think nothing has highlighted the sickness that we all have more than the longing that everybody's identifying in themselves. There's a longing in society. Mm. All of a sudden, it's, um, it's a privilege to walk on the street. Mm. Oh, thank goodness. If we, we have some own, time that we, we allow allowed to go outside. Only have this or only have that. Mm. He's not talking about worrying about, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to starve. Yes. It's that thing that keeps our minds busy. What am I going to eat? How am I going to cook? What's the next recipe? And especially now that we're confined to our homes, that's the big event usually for the day. What are we going to eat? It has exposed something in us that we thought we were free from transgressing this. And, uh, and seeking the Lord for understanding. This is what he's talking to me about. See, there's a big difference between living our life mm. and living the life where we are seeking this things above, seeking the things of the Spirit, seeking the things of the kingdom. Seek thee first the kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. 
And um, there was a level to which I think we moved that was mm. righteous and good in progressing into mm. obedience. But we faced with the reality that worrying about what we will eat and what we will drink and what, 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 those things are very real in our lives. Mm. It is still governing our lives. We call it normal life. And um, he's not talking about do not worry like the, the intense times, I don't have food, I don't have money. He's talking about the everyday attitude and mindset yes. of normal human beings with normal lives. How much of our attention, our focus, our desire is on just a kind of a self, my life, my life, my time, my things, my interaction with God, my satisfaction out of the Word, mm. it goes to the very core of who we are. When we know that there's the possibility, Enoch has showed us that we could walk with God mm. and that death will not enter into the things of our lives and we will not see it. And now, the fact is that there's a level of, of repentance and that has become real. We've moved into the future and we've moved into this place of repentance. And there's no turning back. We, we can never go back. Mm. The Lord is going to require of us to repent from the attitude, the mindset, the subconscious attitude almost. Mm. And now we've said it. Mm. And it's done. And we can't go back. This is the next step of witnessing, of establishing. So the principles are practical ways to, think, to do things. But um, you know what? The fact is we get caught up mm. in, in life. my life. And all the enemy has to do is, is create enough distraction mm. or discomfort so that our attention are, are drawn again to my life. Mm. What am I dealing with? And I can be dealing with things in context to God, but I can still be dealing with my life. And so we're asking everybody to start praying about that. We will continue to give information through. But this is what we this is where we repent. I've been saying to the Lord, how do we repent? How in what way do we repent? And he answered me by saying, Do not worry about your life, what you will eat or you will drink. And I was like, But but I'm not really worried about that. <laughs> he said, Yes, you are. It's a matter of fact, I must confess. Um sometimes I'm already 10 o'clock in the morning, I'm thinking about what I'm going to have for dinner. Uh, she can witness that we, we hardly said hello when I go like, what are we going to eat for lunch? <laughs> yeah. Not every day. But it's true. And, and it doesn't seem like something. Until yeah, the Lord said exactly. to me. It's a focus thing. Which means that in that moment, how long have you been thinking about what you're going to eat instead of thinking on things about And I was surprised when the Lord spoke to me. I was, Lord, in what way do we return to you? In what way do we repent? We in dire situation. The gospel could be on lockdown for two years exactly. or longer, and it could never return to a place of freedom again. We would have to fight for it. Mm. And I'm going, Lord, how do we fight for it in prayer? And he said, do not worry about your own life, what you will eat or drink. And I was shocked. Is this where he's identifying 
the next level of repentance? Mm. Are we, we focused on Him? And um, now He's asking us to focus mm. on Him. If I may just give some context because we, we haven't actually officially done this. So just so everyone understands the season, um, you know that we, we throughout the year release prophecies uh, from the books of Haggai and Zechariah um, according to a calendar that the Lord has given us. And so uh, for the month of May, the seasonal change is from Zechariah chapter 1 verse 1 to verse 6. Um, I'll just read it through it for us. So, in the eighth month of the second year of Darius, the word of the Lord came to Zechariah, the son of Berechiah, the son of Iddah the prophet, saying, The Lord has been very angry with your fathers. Therefore say to them, Thus says the Lord of hosts, Return to me, says the Lord of hosts, and I will return to you, says the Lord of hosts. Do not be like your fathers, to whom the former prophets preached, saying, Thus says the Lord of hosts, Turn now from your evil ways and your evil deeds. But they did not hear nor heed me, says the Lord. Your fathers, where are they? And the prophets, do they live forever? Yet surely my words and my statutes, which I commanded my servants the prophets, did they not overtake your fathers? So they returned and said, Just as the Lord of hosts determined to do to us, according to our ways and according to our deeds, so he has dealt with us. And so we won't go into the details, but we see that this is a new season of repentance. And so this ignited the search, the search for how do we repent anew? How do we repent more? How do we repent further back into his ways? And so, so that's just a bit of background context to, to the season we're in. So we want to, we're going to release more words through the week uh, concerning Haggai, Zechariah and Ezra. Um, but we're searching, and and I'm aware of the fact that I don't I don't think we realize the danger we're in. Mm. I think there's a deception that has slowly settled upon the earth and even us. And as much as I thought I was watching, the Lord is saying to me, "You better wake up mm. and open your eyes and open your ears." I've been searching for understanding. I didn't realize the dire, dire situation we're facing. Um, it's a matter of fact, I can't believe I wasted so much time over the last five weeks. And I was busy with the gospel and the things of God, and I still wasted too much time. I didn't realize the urgency. I agree. There's an urgency. There's an urgency that we, we I cannot even fathom yet. Now we know, uh, we've been speaking to our uh, beloved brothers in Uganda and Richard are saying um, and, and I don't know if he's exaggerating he's saying these pastors starving with their families I don't think he's exaggerating and he's saying that that, that especially, especially pastors are starving he's saying they are praying and fasting and people are hungry for, for repentance and they are seeking to understand how they can repent. Yes. And he said, if we come, it's, we, we've got to abandon our plans to have a pastor's conference, a pastor's conference with maybe 100 or 60 or whatever. He said, the hunger is uh, not only physical. 
And he said, uh, brace yourselves because they're asking all the right questions. And if we go there, there's going to be a huge revival. He says, it's, it's ripe, mm. it's ready. They need people to come and explain the Bible to them. And we can't go. We can't go. And you know as well as I do that they can have revelation out of the Word. But it's, it will take a miracle for them to, to uh, knit together different pieces of the puzzle and put it together. It's just, um, it took years for us to get to the place of understanding what the Bible is saying. And it's, the Lord can reveal it to them. But it, now we need the Lord to give us a miracle. Mm -hmm. This has to stop. The lockdowns has to stop. Uh, they are going to put us all back in slavery. We need to pray, people. Mm 